Hi, how are you? My name is Nura. I am uh, chatting in from Toledo, Ohio, and I'm really excited to start the new year with some of my favorite people. Happy New Year. Um, Well, we had this conversation last week um, about if it's too late to say Happy New Year now that it's been past what two weeks since we're into the new year (laughs) according to larry david it's way too late to say happy new year what (laughs) yeah Yeah. um oh i should probably introduce myself hi i'm dode also known as diz i'm uh, calling in from orange county i'm not calling in i'm i'm recording in from orange county uh i'm ghazal i am recording from the bay area actually but i want i want to get back to this larry david thing okay Uh because i think i think he's a a hero for both me and Rizal. So, oh uh, God! Okay. Yeah, I we we were doing our retreat last week. Um, it was last Saturday, so that was what the seventh or whatever of January. We were at um, we were in LA at Loyola Marymount University or LMU because uh, we were lucky because uh, Professor Ali Olami got us a space there, um, and we didn't have to pay for anything, so it worked out. But um, there was like an old couple and like their friend who were lost and like needed help with directions and i think like you guys found them directions and at the end i was like okay well have a happy new year and just all brought it up like it's too late to say happy <laughs> new year and i'm like i thought the rule was one week like i, I thought have... it was one month no that's way too long <laughs> i still write 2022 on everything that's just because you get things wrong that doesn't mean that's still like okay to still say happy new year to people like right <laughs> like, if it think... feels new to you doesn't it count I... but when does the new year start or stop feeling new to you when there's like another holiday like valentine's day is not till february 14th and then the lunar new year is when it's in coming like March. March. In 20th, March. Right? 20, so I, and MLK Day is tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. So that's a holiday. So, okay, all right. So maybe <laughs> okay. I'll stop tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, I literally just said Happy New Year to a colleague on a work email this morning. <laughs> How they respond to that? They said Happy New Year also, but oh. I'm sure they judged me. Yeah, <laughs> like if someone says it to me, I think I feel obligated to respond with Happy New Year, but I don't want to because I'm like, nah, dude, it's it's been too long, you know, like. I already went and did my thing for New Year already. I've already celebrated my Christmas and whatnot. Like I'm in a I'm in a whole new era now. Like I don't want to hear any Mariah Carey. Um, <laughs> I don't want to see a bottle of champagne or cider if you're halal. Like none of <laughs> Wait, it. <laughs> like I'm Wait, over hold, it. what did you guys do for Christmas? Speaking of Christmas, um, we did a we did we did like a little friends like white elephant gift exchange thing at my cousin's house so we've been doing it every year for like the last like 12 years or so my cousin will invite us all over to her parents house um and then like we all do like a little white elephant gift and then we do a potluck so everyone brings something to eat um I brought liquor because you know that's that's how I I go to parties right (laughs) no I mean you know we my friend group likes to drink and eat so we did an italian themed christmas so it was like pastas and meatballs and pizza and whatnot 
Um, it was fun, man. Uh, I ended up winning lotto tickets. No, I didn't win lotto tickets. What the hell did I win? Uh, oh, I won a Grubhub gift card and Ooh. Oreos. So it was like the perfect gift for me because the next day I was just munching on some Oreos. And then I ordered me some Taco Bell on Grubhub because, you know, your boy had to wash down all the vodka he drank the night before <laughs> with some Taco Bell. Do your parents and the older people partake in your white elephant? No. So, like, my aunt and uncle are just, like, upstairs hanging out the whole time. Then they come downstairs to take a group photo of us. Oh, <laughs> that's so cute. Yeah. They come and they get the food, though. So, like, we'll, we'll save them, like, food because, like, yeah. You know, like they don't have to cook and then they get to experience our cooking and they're like, oh, this is amazing. Like my friend made some bolognese and it was like amazing. One of my friends made the uh, she made like this tequila fettuccine like from uh, inspired by uh, CPK or whatever. It was delicious. Mm -hmm. It was like some of the best I ever had. So I was eating well that night and I had leftovers to last me for a few days, too. So it was good. Sounds amazing. We did actually a white elephant this year, too, but we made the parents play. So my oh. dad and my mom and my oh, aunt. Oh, that's so cute. It was so much fun. And I think they had, I think they had a blast because they kept stealing each other's gifts and um, they, re they enjoyed it much more than they, they thought they would. And which was really funny because typically my family hates doing Christmas stuff mm -hmm. like the, you know, the cousins and stuff we all do. Um, but the olders, they don't do it um, because they're like, why don't you guys celebrate Eid instead? Or like, you know, you guys should give it Eid just as much thought as you do for Christmas and all of that. But it was it was nice to be able to kind of do both this year. Mm -hmm. um, and it, I don't know. I just, I just think they all had a blast. They all had a blast. What was the most stolen gift? Um, it was, you know, those Snuggies that like heat up. Uh huh. It, they're like you wear it and it has like yeah. a hood. Uh -huh. And, you know, you're talking. This is like the Bay Area in the middle of the storm, so everyone kept stealing that. that That's snuggie. amazing. Damn. Yeah, there were some. There were some good gifts. There were some good gifts. What like did people bring the same gifts? Cause like at my like at our little white elephant thing, it was I think two people brought uh, lottery tickets, and then two people brought uh, massage guns. That was oh, like really? that was super popular <laughs> this year. The massage guns and the lottery tickets. And I think somebody I... won a shit ton of money the, the year before. So they're like, oh, everyone's going to get scratches this year. Oh, snap. Um, no, people didn't really bring the same thing. It was actually a pretty creative bunch. There was a l small record player. Somebody bought a record player. Oh, wow. Someone bought a cheese board. Someone brought a blanket that looked like a burrito. Like, oh. have you guys seen that? Yeah, yeah. No. I brought that's, that for a white make, elephant. Those make me uncomfortable because I yeah. get hungry. Yeah. Like, I, I can't. I'm going to be I hungry all the time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That, was, that was my gift last year was a, a burrito blanket and then I think a bottle of tequila. So nice. like I, I made it. I made it themed, you know. Yeah. No, we we had to. Um, since the parents were playing, we had to keep, keep it halal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. We had our hidden flask, but otherwise, <laughs> we had to keep it halal. Did Let's you do see. anything, Nora? Um, I worked, so uh, that tells you the state no. of my. Are, are, my, you're, my. you're not one of those. We don't celebrate Christmas because it's haram type uh, thing. Brother, <laughs> I believe Christmas is haram. It is not in our tradition. <laughs> no, um, usually we get the family together, but everyone had such um, different schedules. I could yeah. have crashed my uncle's Christmas because he has like an interfaith house. Like his wife's Christian, he's Muslim, but I usually don't go. So I felt like I'd be weird if I was like, hey, I'm in town. Let me come through. 
But um, it made me think about like what we're saying is like there's such an emphasis like this like we all, do you guys ever have like conversations like oh so so and so uncle has a Christmas tree and so and so doesn't like I feel like there's such polarizing camps like uh, in terms of us keep is this like diluting our culture if you have a Christmas tree in your house like what what are the different camps when it comes to Christmas? I mean. It's weird, right? Like, I grew up without it, so, like, I don't feel the need for it. Like, I think, like, once I get married and I have kids, I'm not going to have a Christmas tree just because, like, first off, the upkeep for that shit is too much. <laughs> like, like if I do have a Christmas tree, it'll be one of those fake ones that I, I don't have to worry about, like, sap and stuff falling over. Mm. And then Christmas ornaments just seem like they would fall off and break, and then I'm going to cut my feet. And I ain't trying to do all that. Like, it, it sounds scary to me. Um, but... Like, I see people flip out all the time, like, when they see, like, a Christmas tree in the background of someone's photo. And I'm like, who gives a shit? Like, mm -hmm. I get it. I get it. You know, like, all right, we're culturally Muslim, you know, and, like, it's not an Afghan thing to do. But at the same time, there's so many things that we do that aren't Afghan or Muslim that why are we, like, singling out, like, a Christmas tree? Like, I, I was seeing on Twitter um, people flipping out because Mo Salah had a Christmas tree, right? And, like, he's arguably one of the most famous Muslims in the world, right? If if not the most famous, like, active Muslim in the world, you know? Um, yeah, his wife's, like, like, wears hijab, and they he, like, does the sajda on the court. for I barely court the field. The now field, you know yeah. how little soccer I watch, right? But he's, like, pretty uh, open about how Muslim he is, mm. right? Yeah. Wait, who's Mo Salah again? Sorry. Maybe Mo Salah is a soccer player for uh, oh. out of Egypt. He plays for Liverpool, I believe. Okay. If I get that wrong, soccer fans don't yell at me. I'm like 90% sure he plays for Liverpool, but I, I thought could you guys be wrong. were talking about Mo on the Netflix comedy, so I think you're oh. better off <laughs> than I am. <laughs> yeah, he's no, like no. the LeBron James of Got the soccer it. world. Okay. For Muslims, at least, yeah. Uh, yeah. But he like he's really good. He's like a like a top ten soccer player in the world right now. You know, like, um, wow. and like he's he's helping combat racism in England because people are like rooting for Mo Salah. Like there the was a there was a political science article that measured the public opinion effects of Mo Salah and said that his presence diminished Islamophobia. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like, so it's, like, yeah, there was like data on this. Yeah, they had like yeah. chants like on the stadiums like if he's Muslim then we are too, you know, something like like some like outlandish like that, like that these like white Englishmen were yelling for Mo Salah. But like Muslims were pissed that he had a Christmas tree and he posted like this Instagram thing wishing like his Instagram followers like a Merry Christmas. Number one. I don't even know if like he actually has the tree in his house and it's he's you probably know. at a hotel and it was just there. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm assuming his PR rep told him to put that out there so like he could look good for like the English fans and the sponsors and stuff, right? Because half the shit that like these people put up on their Instagram, like celebrities and stuff, isn't anything that they're actually posting, it's what their PR people are posting for them, right? And if like a majority of his fran fans are like white Christians, he's just trying to appeal to him you know like so i see no issue with it but then again i also see no issue with the random like habib and hamida that are posting a picture of themselves with like a christmas tree because it does it make you less of a muslim to pass out gifts and have like a tree i, I don't I, think so i have a controversial take but i want to hear Ghazal's take and then i'll 
I mean, I just think this is that whole conversation about having a Christmas tree or not is so tired and old. Like, if people want to have a Christmas tree, who gives a shit? Let people have a Christmas tree. Like, I have one. It's a little fake one. I like it because it's pretty. I like the lights. It gives me warm feelings when it's cold. I drink, like, good coffee. I, I just think that sometimes it feels like people are very uncomfortable with like paradoxical notions in their life and they want things cut and dry that it's easy to say this is bad this is good when there's just so many room for there's so much room for the in-between and you know we as Afghan Americans we inhabit the in-between so I think it's just it's just frankly exhausting and tiring to hear to hear that conversation but you know what are you going to do, people? People are always going to have something to say. That's Twitter for you, dude. <laughs> so I feel like we moralize it, and it's, it is weird that we moralize it, because I was going to say, I don't think it has anything to do with religion for me. Like, oh, this is like you're not being Muslim. I do wonder if it's like I feel like some folks are trying to aspire to whiteness, mm-hmm. and so it's not about celebrating Christmas for the sake of enjoyment, but to this like this like oh I'm just like the rest of you and I'm like I like being a little different so personally I love Christmas trees I love Christmas lights I will make sure to go see like Christmas like certain neighborhoods that have Christmas lights Mm -hmm. um, like wherever I am at least catch two shows like growing up in Ohio that's like a connection but then the other side of me I think is like I think people feel so threatened that their identity is at stake that I wonder if are we like aspiring to someone else? Are we like saying someone else's cultural traditions are better than ours? Mm. Um, I, I can I can see that argument, but also at the same time, like, look, I'm gonna be honest with you guys, right? And this this is a controversial take for for non-Muslims, but I fucking hate Christmas, right? <laughs> like, I legit, it's the it's the worst time of the year for me. I'm the busiest that I am. I fucking hate Christmas music because it's on repeat all day long. Like, you know, like work in retail for a few years and then come back and tell me you love Christmas. I, mm-hmm. I can't stand it. But I also think that there's like, you know, like it, it's it's a cool thing to do. Like the idea of just like getting together with everyone. Right. Like I know people are like, oh, well, why don't you guys celebrate Eid that way? If Eid was a national holiday that all my friends were off on and i could i would right like i i don't even know when eat is half the damn time right <laughs> like i can't request it off in advance because i don't know when which shake is going to see the moon rising and like which like, area hey bob my uncle thinks it's friday my other uncle thinks it's saturday so i don't know which one yeah, to pick. just give like, me both off like i don't know hmm. right like it's it's hard at least i know what day christmas is every year so i can plan to take that day off right i don't even have to plan to take it off it's just off naturally Right. If if I lived in a in a Muslim country where Eid was celebrated the way Christmas is here in the States, 100 percent, I'd be throwing Eid parties. Right. Because any excuse I can have to hang out with my friends and like come, eat. come to Dearborn, Michigan, <laughs> we'll show you a good time. It's too cold out there for me, man. I'm a California boy through and through. Like, I can't do it. It's it's 30 degrees out there and I'm, I'm over here in sweats and like a, a long sleeve thermal. <laughs> 
because <laughs> it's been raining all day like i don't I, I can't deal with michigan like you're in a fur coat right now like i, I, <laughs> I wore this on i wore this on purpose to let folks know there are afghans in the midwest yeah that, <laughs> just, just and how not, cold it is in the midwest i can't do it i can't it's, do it i'm also wearing it because it's cold inside yes yeah. i'm crying i mean i don't know uh, it's no one cares when we celebrate new year's eve right like do you, do you hear a, a debate like, oh, New Year's Eve or not? No. Are, are right. some of the best concerts in Vegas on New Year's Eve for like the Persian concerts? The Persians, yeah. That's actually during Christmas time. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So okay. Christmas Eve, um, except this year they didn't do any of them because of like what's going on in Iran. So like uh, like there was a lot of Persians still there, but the, the concerts and stuff weren't there. Like So okay. like Gugush and all them weren't there. But yeah, normally it's like around like that week of christmas is little iran in in vegas but yeah like no one i i've never heard anyone complain that we throw new year's eve parties right we're not you celebrating know what new year's eve parties are for to get turnt all the birthdays happening on january 1st but on bomb bad joke <laughs> yeah it's just, oh, it's just throwing birthday parties for everyone i guess I that's why they don't complain i haven't heard people complaining about new year's eve parties but then at the same time these same groups of people will complain about celebrating Nowruz and saying it's not a real holiday and this, this, and that. Wait, so. wait, there's people that see Nowruz isn't a real holiday? Yeah, because it's like, oh, you're following Zoroastrian traditions and mm -hmm. you're following this tradition or this tradition. You just, like, I just feel like with certain groups of people, you just can't win. So you just got to do what makes you happy. Wait, I don't know, maybe I, I'm just getting old and I don't No, I, I'm trying not, so there are, there's a contingent of people who truly say like what, it's not Islamic or what is yeah. there? Yeah, yeah. Really? so, so um, growing up, like, you know, up until like a certain time in my life, we celebrated it, right? But then um, like once I turned like maybe nine or 10 and my mom became even more like, Re religious like i put that in quotes because like she's I don't, I don't know how you define religious anyway but like she wouldn't celebrate nowruz like she said it's not an islamic holiday like we're not gonna celebrate it right she she would say like it's she i think she said it was shirk like oh wow that, yeah wait what, but is like, sh what does shirk mean for those of the who it's like blasphemous or something. I don't okay. know, dude. Yeah, yeah, I'm, that's I think yeah. what it means. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're asking, you're asking the least Muslim person on here to define. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, because uh, I remember there was like little things that we did growing up that we we stopped doing after a certain age. Like there was like this tradition where we would like light candles and like let the the wax burn all the way down and that was like some kind of Naruto celebration or something stop doing that we've never had like i've seen at the house we never never really did anything like Naurozi at my house but like my friends did but even then it was like few and far in between out there now that i'm older i see like more people like my age like having like their their whole like Naruto set up and all that but I only see it within the Afghan and Iranian contingent of my friends. So like none of like my, my Pakistani or like Arab friends actually practice like Nauros and stuff like that. Um, I don't know if it's, if it, is it? So it's Afghanistan, Iran, Azerbaijan, this, uh, the Uzbekistan. Yeah. A lot of the Stans do. Uh. Assyria, I think does. Yeah. So. I mean, so, you see people complain that that we do that too right like um but, but 
but New Year's no one complains about because everyone wants to just get lit and have a good time and party, but I just, they just don't want to admit it. I think it's like I, I find it weird that people like for people who are like observant Muslims that they're so threatened by culture. Like every every faith based group also has a different cultural component, and it's mm -hmm. like why are we saying you can either choose one versus the other? I think is weird to me. Like we're not. Um, and I also think it acknowledges the fact that families have a spectrum of religious belief. Like my family, my mom's side, a lot of them are not practicing Muslims. And so mm -hmm. now Ruz is like the one of the few holidays where we can all come together because it's sort of, it's not about religion, it's about family and it's about our, our ancestral homelands and the foods that we eat and we enjoy. And it takes religion out of the conversation which can cause so many fights because you don't practice like I do or whatever. And it's just about like coming together um, to start a new year. And to me, that's like one of the few times we can actually enjoy and not worry about the other stuff. But to take that away, I feel like it's almost like it's removing us ourselves from our history in some type of way. Oh, I agree. I think that's dope, right? Like, I, I, I wish my family celebrated it more in that aspect of just like us getting together. Um, then again, my family gets together for almost like any little thing so i guess they probably just get sick of each other and don't want to <laughs> see each other that much so like i i totally understand why they don't do it but i mean it's nice this like now that like i've gotten older i think i appreciate it a lot more um because like i never really understood it as a kid and now seeing like the history behind it and seeing like how closely it's related to like afghan history Right. I feel like I'm learning a little bit more of my culture than now than I ever was before. So, like, it's it's great to see. Um, and anyone who has a problem with us celebrating that, they can kiss my ass for all I care. <laughs> I, mean, I know it's my favorite holiday for sure. Yeah. What do you do for it? Um, well, with family, we usually do um, the Afamewa. My mom makes a whole bunch of Afghan sweets. Um, I like doing the Afsin. I like, I like the aesthetic components of a lot of these. I was at your Afsin table aspects. last year and it was beautiful. <laughs> You're so sweet. Thank you. Um, we'll repost yeah, the picture. I, just, I love, I love the aesthetic aspect of it. That's why I like the Christmas tree. I like themes. And I think that, you know, there's just life's hard right life's hard life's hard in, in america life's hard in america as an afghan woman life's hard in america as an afghan american woman so any ways that you can like bring happiness and light and brightness into your life i'm all for it um so for now yeah in particular that i've seen um visiting family in the last few years my family made more of a point to get together during Naruz just because um just the realization that everyone's getting older traditions are getting harder and harder to hold on to mm -hmm. um and you have to really examine or i have to really examine what aspects of my culture i actually i want to hold on to um what outlasts other things um i don't know so it's just my favorite holiday it's a, it's a new year it's rebirth it's spring after an mm -hmm. awful winter in like whatever city dearborn michigan or philadelphia <laughs> pennsylvania which is miserable like 
It's well, now spring. you're in San Francisco, so it's not too uh, bad. No, not that bad. It's 55 <laughs> year round. <instead>. Right. <laughs> um, un- unpopular opinion with Naro's. Afmeiwa is super overrated. <gasps> I don't know. I'm just saying, this. dude. <gasps> okay, first off, in my defense, I have a nut allergy, so like, oh. I'm a, I'm, so yeah. it could kill you. <laughs> it yeah. could kill me. I, so that's, that's yeah. why. That and that's like sense. the nuts are the best part. Yeah, and even before I like, I became allergic to nuts, I wasn't really a fan. Too sweet for me, you know. It's not my thing, you know. Um, but that's funny. Like you brought that up, like blending your like your cultures and like how not, you love naros because it's like a part of your culture that you want to keep alive. Um, that I think that's something that is like Afghan Americans or just Afghans in a diaspora that like we struggle with, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, what parts of our culture do we still want to like keep, right? Um, Like I know for me personally, one of the biggest things in my culture that I I wanted to keep was knowing how to speak Farsi, right? Like I I didn't speak it enough growing up. So I kind of like lost it. And then around like 19 or 20, I started like, listening more to Afghan music and then asking my mom what the words meant that like I didn't know you know like because I could understand it but I couldn't really speak it back and then I would you know like I would conversate with my grandma and my grandpa in Farsi right especially like towards the end of like my grandfather's life because he had Alzheimer's and dementia it was he only remembered how to speak Farsi so that was the only way I could really communicate with them um so like I would just spend hours just talking to him and hearing like stories and that's how, like, I learned Farsi again was, like, having those conversations with them or, like, with my aunts and uncles, you know, instead of speaking English to them, like, I would speak to them in Farsi. But, like, that was a that was a huge thing for me in, like, blending my culture because I could speak English really well, but my Farsi, like, I feel like I speak at, like, a high school level, right, like, now, whereas before it was, like, at a preschool level. So, <laughs> like, I've gotten better. I'm not great, but I'm I'm pretty decent, you know, like Do you feel comfortable uh, with the adults like having really high level conversations? Yes. I feel like I get tripped up. I really. I do a little bit. Like there's there's certain times where I'll get tripped up, but now that I've gotten like older and I've had more conversations with them, I feel like I can keep up. There's certain words that like they threw me off. Like I remember someone asked me like Wally date chitorest, right? <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, what? what? That, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what? Is he asking about my wallet? Like, I don't, <laughs> like, oh, yeah, works fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, but no, it, it it means your mother, right? And like, that's like an old school way of it, of that's saying it. So old school. Yeah. Wow. Everyone's always asked me, Maudara chitoras, right? I've never heard Wally date chitoras. Like, <laughs> I think it means like birth giver, right? Like, the person. I thought it meant parent. Uh, no, I think it means mom, mom like specific, yeah, wow, specific to to mom. I huh. I think. But Wala, I could Walad is child in Arabic, so Walid. Oh. Yeah, yeah this like your super, your super birth Arabic. giver, right? Like that. that oh my gosh. I, I think that's what it derives from. But like, dude, like I get jealous. Like my Iranian friends, they speak Farsi like a lot better than I speak Farsi, and, and like it pisses me off. Like, how the fuck is your Farsi so good? Like. Like, I'll see, like, I've had Persian coworkers speak to, like, Persian clients, and, like, it's amazing. There's mm-hmm. there's no, like, language issues, nothing. Like, I speak to, like, an Afghan client, and, like, we understand about 95% of, like, what we're saying, but it depends on, like, where in Afghanistan they're from, you know? Like, sometimes, like, they'll speak Pashto, and I'm like, I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I know I'm Pashto, but I don't speak the damn language. 
and I get told I'm not. That's I'm not my a, issue. Like, I, my dad's Hirati and my mom's from Kabul, and my Hirati Laja, like, sometimes when I'm in the Bay Area and everyone's speaking Kabuli, they don't understand me. I'm like, Ida Moyam, and they're like, you want fish? Moyi? <laughs> like, no, Moyam, like, I want this. And they're like, Mi Khoi. Oh, like you said, yeah. mechayim is mayim. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. So mechayim is mayim, and uh-huh. so I will say ira mayim. And then someone told me you sound really like rude because of the way you said that. I'm like, that's just how we say I want something. Like there's <laughs> nothing rude about it. You're, uh, do you know ishtanin? Like, uh, uh, like, how are you, right? Yeah, yeah. Instead of chitorastin, so then yeah. it's just. But people like look at me like I'm like I grew a horn. If I go to like my one market in Fremont and I'm speaking Hirati, dude, like I have aunts and uncles that that speak Hirati, but they never speak it around the family, right? Like mm. I didn't even know there was different words growing up. Like I knew Pashto was different, but even in Pashto, there's like six different types of Pashto. Well, how like, do you say watermelon? Uh, Tarbuz. Tarbuz, yeah. Handona. What? Uh, Handona? Uh-huh. I've never heard of that. Oh. You guys have a different word for, like, blanket, too, right? Um. Ka- yeah, we say kampal. Liof. Oh, oh we yeah. have Liof, too. Yeah, yeah. we use yeah. that, too. Was it, was it pillow, then, that you guys had a different word for? How do you say pillow? Pushti. Uh, yeah, pushti. Bolished. Oh, we have bolished, too. Yeah. That's the same word. There was There's one word. word. Oh, maybe it was like the um, what the little mattress that you sleep. I'm drawing a blank on tacht, the word. Tacht, tacht no, tacht. like the one that like you put on the floor when like all your family is over. Oh. And, like, it's like, what's the damn word that I'm looking for? I can't even think of it. Um, it's on, I feel like calling my dad right now. I know. Right? Uh, it's 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 a it's a damn word that's like now it's like at the tip of my tongue my tongue and I can't think of it. Whoever is watching uh, this, please comment. I know. Yeah, and tell, yeah, us. tell us. Yeah, but it, like I'm 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 drawing a blank and it's pissing me off. <laughs> I'm also, gonna get back to it. <laughs> and also tell us tell us folks who are listening in what the Hirati word is and the Pashto word, because we're we're missing some for for the thing on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> the thing on the floor that you sleep on. <laughs> you sleep on. Oh, right? it's gonna kill me, man. I'm just yeah, gonna it's gonna bug the hell out of me for the rest of the night. But it is what it is. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna remember it like later and just be like, oh, that's the word. And I'm gonna be mad as hell. I'm gonna text you guys after, mm-hmm. after this episode. Like, I can't believe I forgot that <laughs> stupid word. <laughs> um, so, see, that's that's bad, right? Like, <laughs> I'm forgetting the damn language. What uh, if we just, try to record a whole podcast in Farsi? <laughs> oh wow, that would be, that would oh be amazing. Salam, salam, chutorastin was as Detroit, Michigan, Barton, as inja. I can't even finish the sentence. I had to. <laughs> we had um, a scholars at risk program at the public affairs school I was at last year, and mm-hmm. we were talking about Afghanistan in class in English, and then. One of the scholars turns to me and just starts talking Farsi about like the Taliban and like the thing, and he's like, "And we should translate this." And I was like, "I don't know how to respond to you about high-level political strategy on Afghanistan and then translate <laughs> it to the class." Like I, oh, yeah, yeah. he looked at yeah, me yeah. like, "You poor American!" Like I well, lost you're, my you're, Afghan card. Your siyasat isn't good. That's how you say politics, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, I, f- I found out the word. It's toshak. Oh, toshak! Yeah, <laughs> that's the oh. word that I was stuck on. You guys have a different word for Nairati that I, I don't know what it is, but I know it's like something completely different than Toshak. Um, I'll find out. 
Yeah, Lushaka I think it. Shesti. Sorry, that's just pacifier. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, wait, that's Choshak. Yeah, Choshak is, is pacifier. <laughs> it's close. It's very similar. <laughs> I love how you didn't correct me. This. You just laughed. Nah, I'm not gonna... <laughs> I just laughed, dude. Because I was like, <laughs> I think she's got that wrong, but I'm just going to let her go. With so it. I <laughs> give you permission to correct me when I say Toshak is Shasti instead of is I don't know, man. I felt bad, dude. I didn't want to mansplain. <laughs> like, I don't know how you said that. Yeah. Right? Cobbly explain it. Um, yeah, no. Uh, so, that's that's one of the things. So, language is big for me keeping the culture. Like, I really, I would I would love to teach my kids both Pashto and Farsi, right? Because I, w- I really want to learn Pashto. It's a really, like, it's a harder language for, for Farsi speakers because it's it's gendered. Like, is did it? you guys know that? Yeah. No. So how is there's it gendered. It's it's like in Spanish. in Spanish. You know how like they have like different ah, for like, how words. you talk to a woman yeah, versus yeah. a man. Yikes. Yeah. So it's because in Farsi there are no like gendered pronouns or even like the way we, like we define something. We're so gendered. progressive. Let's yeah, go. Farsi <laughs> is super progressive. People don't realize that, right? All these people complaining about genders, but like, yeah, speak Farsi. There's no genders in Farsi, right? Like you just say two. Yeah, you know, Shema, right? Like, there's no, like, him or her. Iraf <laughs> 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 you know, like, it's just, yeah, right? It's just, it's it's just, uh, what is it? This person neutral. went there, yeah. Right? Yeah, it's neutral. just gender neutral terms. Oh, um, I'm here for that. But, so, like, a big, a big thing for me, right, is, is listening to Afghan music. Like, mm. I fuck with Afghan music heavy. Is it on your Spotify year in review? Oh, hell yeah, dude. Like, wow. my number two artist, I think, was either Salim, and number four was Samir Roshan. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like, no, like, like I'm dead serious. Like, those were, I, I'm, I listened to, I was probably in the top, like, 1% of either Salim. <laughs> That's <listeners. laughs> hilarious. <laughs> yeah, dude, like, I kid you not. Like, He's so I, good. I, and you know what's, like, the funny thing is, is, like, either Salim's not even my favorite, like, Afghan singer, but, like, he's Who the is? only, like, it's Saidomad. Wait, yeah. Gazelle, who's your favorite? Oh, man. I mean, I think the one, ones that are alive, I would say Noshinoth and then Haidar Salim. And then, yeah, those two. I feel like we all have Haidar Salim in common. We need to, like, get him on the podcast now. He's he's not my top three. I, his, I actually, his song, Petty, is, like, my favorite. Uh, it's, like, my spiritual practice to listen to it to get my day started. Like, uh, some Quran Sharif. That one song, and then, like, I'm ready for the day. <laughs> That's how you got to do it. It's like my Muslim side check, my Afghan side check, and now I'm balanced for the day. Uh, like, I'm telling you, like, I'll be in the car, and I'll just be jamming Afghan music. And then when I'm at work and I'm doing, like, random stuff, like, I'll have Afghan music on, like, the speaker. And it's cool. So I have um, an older Hispanic coworker, and she comes in and she'll like listen to like the afghan music and she's like does you have to make me a playlist with like afghan music because it reminds me of like old spanish music and i'm like i got you samba like whatever you need like she like and then she'll make me translate the lyrics and i'm like samba i'll try to translate them as best as i can because the lyrical farsi isn't colloquial farsi like have you guys noticed that they speak in poem like Mm -hmm. they don't actually speak in like normal day-to-day farsi so it's like i i try to to translate it as best as i can but it it's super helpful that's another like way that i've been picking up like certain words you know like because of it you know like 
I had no idea what the word bawad was until I heard it in a song, you know, like <laughs> it's, it's little things like that, that, that have kept me going. My mom uh, used to make us a, a little off topic, but talking about like learning language through some immersion. My mom used to make us read. Do you, you guys remember Akhbar Omid? No. no. Is that a bear? Oh, it must have been a bear. It was literally a newspaper, a printed newspaper in uh. Farsi and it was like news. Oh, that's but, where they had the, the soccer guy on there, yes, right? Yes, exactly. Okay. And the yeah, way yeah. it was written, it was like print, right? So it, was, mm-hmm. it wasn't like somebody's like beautiful calligraphy. It was just printed mm-hmm. like, a t- like a, on a computer. Okay. So you could actually pick up the individual letters and be able to read. And that's how I learned how to read in 4C. Oh, wow. There's, um, yeah, those kind of... I'm, 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 I'm Farsi illiterate. I don't know how to read or write in it. I learned Arabic and then I tried and I failed miserably. I couldn't do it. It was too hard. Did you guys go to Afghan school? I did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah same. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember Baba Chok asked. I've never heard that. That was in one of the hilarious. little grammar books. Baba Chok asked. When it's Chok is Chok. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then Kokok asked. Which cock is lagar or skinny? Cock? So no, isn't that like stale? But you can say like, it's. I think it's used colloquially as like skinny. Like a, he's like a twig. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know that. Okay, I thought so. I thought it meant like cock means like, like stale or. Cock, like non a cock, non cock. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like it's stale. Right. Like uh, it's another word for londi is uh, gosh de cock. Like it's it's. Well, exactly. Know, like, like well, whoever or, run the Afghan school in Fremont. I oh. just called them out because clearly my the booklet I had was not great. Your poor uncle. I was like, why is my dad chalk and why is my uncle cock? Like, what's what's this? <laughs> um, so it's funny. I I posed that question on Instagram. Um, all you guys who didn't re- who looked at the question and didn't respond on Instagram, I'm watching you. But uh, we had Shahiba respond on Instagram, and she said the way that she blends her cultures is by sharing foods with others because she said Afghan food is the best and she wants to just spread that with everybody. And, bro, I love that idea. Like, uh, you know, like anytime I can bring Afghan food into like one of the stores that I'm at, I always do. And like, because out here in Orange County, at least there is, there isn't an abundance of Afghan food, right? We have one restaurant. Um, and that's really it, right? You have to go all the way to like the Valley or San Diego to get Afghan food. Um, out here or there's like a million caterers that do it but like i'm not gonna call in catering for like like one of the stores that i'm at so um it's like when like my mom makes like extra like rot or something like i bring it in and I'm, i force my coworkers to eat this i'm like eat this it's an afghan cookie you have to try it and let me know if you like it or not right <laughs> <laughs> like little sweet. things like that yeah. just so like people kind of get like an understanding of the culture and see like how awesome our food is so i'm all about sharing our food with other people is there anything that you guys do to like blend your culture i mean i would say food is a big one for me too just cooking it um Mm -hmm. i love having friends over and making like making it an activity like i don't know if you guys were like this but growing up like making oshak or mantu or bologna or putting all of that so much fun it's such like a a social activity and experience so i love Mm -hmm having people over doing that um just there's so much that goes on with like 
in particular with women, like women ties within Afghan mm -hmm. culture and like just the bonds that are created um, around like shared activity like that. So that's something I try to share with like the women friends that I have um, that aren't Afghan, just kind of trying to bond in that way. That's dope. I, like, buy, I wish I knew how to cook. I would do the same thing. I buy a bunch of nokol, um, the candied almonds in mm. Fremont, mm -hmm. and then I'll hand it out to folks ah. as gifts. There. So, f so food is huge for us, right? Oh, That's so how huge. It's our Dude, love I, language. My mom today yeah. saw that I was stressed, and she's like, I don't know how to help you with stress except to make you food. So what can Aww. I do? What can mm. I cook for you? What did she make? Um, she made... Uh, I know this sounds weird, but I like cauliflower and chalao. Uh -huh. Okay. So she made gulpi? me. Gulpi. I love gulpi. Wow. Mm -hmm. So I had chicken too, but I just wanted chalao and gulpi. Yeah. And what they need? My mom made me some lawan today, and I'm. What is lawan? Oh it's gosh. like a, it's like a yogurt curried chicken, it, and Ooh. like there's like mushrooms and stuff in it. It's <gasps> fire. That sounds amazing. That's such a delicacy. Yeah. It's like yeah. rare. Oh uh, no! It's like often. my mom makes it like that's like her best dish that she makes. Mm. So it's like she knows she knows that like it hits the spot for me. So she'll make it at least like once a month for me because yeah. she knows like I love it. So I was I was in heaven earlier today watching some football, eating some law and it was it was great. Um, I maybe. I sorry. Go ahead. No, this is me really is culture blending is how much we love our moms. I would say right. that for folks that are on TSN now, you uh, result. Ali said the only person he likes that's alive is his mom. So yeah. like. He Most doesn't like us anymore. Yeah, he said we're secondaries, too. But he said he likes his mom. So, like, to me, it's like that has – maybe that's the blending of the culture is that people have this such an individualistic sense of who they are sometimes mm. with, like, who we work with. But we're so connected to, like – I'm unapologetically connected to, like, my mom. And I feel like we all share that in common. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I will always be known as Bache Lila. Like, no matter where I go, especially, like, in Orange County or, like, Northern Virginia, like, I can't escape it. Like, if I meet an Afghan, they're like, oh, no, I'm all that cheese. I'm like, like, oh, I'm like, I'm all that. It's like, it's, 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 they, they know who she is. And it's, it's great. And it's terrible at the same time. I can't get away with shit. Right. I'm a grown ass man who still has to, like, answer back to his mom because, like, these random people know her. And they'd be like, And I'm like, what? No, it's my cousin. Like, I'm not there with anyone, I promise. Yeah, one of the other things I do is I teach our little weird superstitions to my coworkers. So when my coworkers hit my feet and we're at work, if they don't shake my hand with their right hand, mind you, I punch him. That's hilarious. Him. I'll chase him around. Like, I literally will chase him around. Like, shake my goddamn hand. Give me your right hand. They try to give me their left hand. I'm like, no, no, give me your fucking right hand. Like, you really want to fight me? Because I'm going to hit you. <laughs> it's it's become a thing now, like, where they'll come and they'll see that, like, I'm with, like, another customer or something. And they'll come and, like, they'll just step on my foot and just run away. And I, like... I catch them 20 minutes later in the back and they get a nice little punch to the shoulder, you know, like, Hey man, you can't, can't be doing that. You wanted to start a fight. <laughs> <I'll finish. laughs> Cause they know what's up, man. D do you guys do anything like that at work? Like, is there any like Afghan cultural things that you guys do at work outside of, uh, bringing your food to your coworkers? I tell them about Nazar. So I have like an evil eye thing where I'm like, uh -huh. 
oh, I got XYZ offer. I'm like, well, I believe in this thing called Chishman Azad. So, like, maybe don't share with anyone who has an evil <laughs> eye towards you. And they're, like, looking at me like I'm crazy. And I'm like, look, this is the evil eye. And I show them a picture. You, and you bring your span to work? I, if I wouldn't burn the building down because I'm a pyromaniac, I probably would bring spun to work. <laughs> Ward but off the evil spirits. I'm all absolutely. about it, dude. It's the Afghan sage, man. White people are allowed to sage shit. How come we can't, you know, burn spun in the stores or in our offices? You, if we, if we can find a way to burn spun safely in the office, if someone can DM me with or has an Etsy page that does that, let me know. I would love mm-hmm. to burn Spun in my Get office. Get like a little incense burner for Spun. Like, oh, I think that's they a have good those. idea. Right. They, I, I'm pretty sure they have those. They're like in like Saudi Arabia or like Iran or Afghanistan. They have mm. to, right? Because we're not the only culture that Spuns, right? Is that like no. a... It's, it's Others a, do it too, right? Yeah. I think so, right? Is it like a Muslim thing or is it like a like central asian stand thing like same thing with like iran and uzbekistan tajikistan and like azerbaijan is that like one of our zoroastrian traits this one i don't know where's ali when we need him <laughs> you need to mimic his voice and say hello and welcome to the head on history podcast <laughs> i am dr ali olumi today we are going to be talking about al andalus <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. He's he's gonna be so mad when he listens to that. He's gonna like, he's gonna write something on Twitter and fucking the historic origins of spun. <laughs> right? Yeah. He's, I'm gonna get a Twitter brigade after. You remember this. he he asked us our birthday so he can figure out our birth chart. <laughs> oh yeah yeah yeah. Our oh my times, god, I dude. want that. Yeah, yeah, I have to tell him when I was born so you could tell me which moon and sun rising I was. I still don't know what any of that means, dude. But hey, to each their own. If it if it helps you with your life, I'm all about it. Uh, Mercury's out of Gatorade, from what I remember. <laughs> out of Gatorade. Like, like, yeah, that's what I heard, man. That's what I'm seeing on the on the tweets. Um, but yeah, it's it's. I think I think being Afghan American or just being in the Afghan diaspora, there's a there's a lot of like cool things that like we have that you know like other cultures don't, and I I love like at least with like our group of friends that we are unabashedly like Afghan and show our culture out. Like, I think all of you guys have like some kind of photo with you in, in like an Afghan dress or like Afghan garb. Absolutely. You know, like I have stories. Half my stories are me dancing to Afghan music when like I post stories, you know, I uh, wore an Afghan dress to Reza's wedding. That was the first time. I've done that in a long time. Oh, yeah, that's Beautiful. right. You did. Yeah. It was awesome. I asked him dude. for permission. He's like, please do it. Yeah. It's, I, I, think, I think that's one of the things that, like, one of the ways that we can push our culture going forward in the, in the future mm-hmm. is doing things like this even, man, just, like, having these conversations. I think for those of you who are listening on, on Spotify or on Apple Music, um, you know, like, ask questions about your culture to your families like if you don't know the history behind something ask your mom or if you know like if your grandparents are still there like ask your grandparents like i'm sure they would love to pass on the history with you or uh you know tweet us at the samovar network or what what is our twitter at samovar network tweet us Mm -hmm. or ask us questions on our instagram at samovar network on instagram and we'll make Ali respond to you because he's our, <laughs> our historian. Or, or if we know it, we'll respond to you too. Um, 
Yeah, I think in the wake of, there's so much stigma and being Afghan with everything that happened, the occupation and last summer and the withdrawal, mm -hmm. and then like we're always on the news. It's so hard to kind of claim who you are when people already put me like a negative meaning to who we are. And so like the positivity of what makes us who we are, if we claim that more publicly, I think that's why we're all committed like we're friends, we could just hang out privately, but I think the mm -hmm. reason that I'm committed to public conversations with with Ghazal, with, with you Des, is that um, we're preserving culture so that like other folks lean into, like you can be Afghan and still find a way to like be proud of it in this space, but it is hard because so much of who we are gets questioned, like, oh, I feel so bad for you. How's your country doing? Mm -hmm. I'm like, we're more than just, um, a, we're more than just the conflict that has hit our country. Like we have a vibrant art, culture, language, and I like celebrating that and the chaos of it is what's meaningful. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's we, we, there's such a rich history to Afghanistan that people don't get to see, especially in the Western world, right? I mean, most of us that have been lucky enough to have been born into this culture get to see a lot of it, you know, but for those outside of it, they don't get to see it. And then it's a, it's a beautiful thing. Just, you know. The last thing I'll say, I feel like I should find the picture. You guys, there's a billboard and an Afghan woman in a blue burqa in San mm -hmm. Jose, in downtown San Jose, when you turn left to go to the Whole Foods. It's oh, a huge one and it's like, need a poverty relief or something. And it's like from mm -hmm. Islamic Relief. Islamic Relief USA, I love you, but that's effing awful. Like yeah. I yeah. just like seeing this poverty stricken Afghan woman as your yeah. billboard in San Jose. Yeah. Yeah. I just They had the same one in Philly too. Really? Yeah, it was jarring. It was very jarring. Like who did they, who, who did they run this by? I don't know, it was awful. Yeah, don't fucking tokenize us, man. Especially Who's Afghan women. They're they're dealing with enough shit as it is. Don't tokenize them to to try to get a few extra bucks for your organization. Like I they do great work. Like I'm not gonna sit yeah, here and deny the great work that they do, but don't fucking do that. That's a that's a giant misstep. Absolutely. Yeah. But I'm glad we're back and I think we're gonna have um more exciting episodes to come this year, kind of getting at the spectrum of like Rizal said, the in-between. We really are the, like this culture that's in-between and like there's so many rich textures of living in that in-between and also ways that it feels lonely. So mm -hmm. having a space for us to talk about the complexities of the in-between um, is something I'm looking forward to doing more this year with y'all. Same. And um, yeah, we, we do have, we have a, a nice year planned out for all you guys. So... Um, it's going to be fun. Keep keep on the lookout. We're going to be on Instagram, some of our network on Instagram. We're going to be on Twitter, some of our network on there as well. Uh, we're going to be on TikTok, some oh of our God. network on TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, you're going to see me do the renegade or whatever the, the kids are doing I these think, days. I think Fazal has a video ready, right? Oh, yeah. She's going to do the gritty for us. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> that's, that's the hip thing to do, man. We're going to make G do the gritty. <laughs> It's it's the like one of the most popular dances. Come on, Nora, you gotta get on TikTok. I'm old. I'm scared. <laughs> it's so fun. It's so fun. Oh. Yeah, TikTok is amazing. We'll be on there. Be on the lookout. We're also gonna be taking applications for uh, some roles. If you wanna join, you know, like the behind the scenes and help us do this, uh, be on the lookout for that. We're gonna be taking some applications shortly. You know, so 
look out for it. And then you can also email us at network at gmail.com if you have, like, any questions, comments, concerns, or, like, any topics that you guys would like us to bring up, you know, uh, feel free to hit us up on there as well. Um, it's been great chatting with you guys. I look forward to doing more of this in the upcoming year. Um, but for all of us here at the Samawar Network, thank you, and we are out. The Samovar Network. The Samovar Network. <laughs>